it's time to expand online. Hi, I'm Jamie Sletsky, and this is the podcast where we break down the tech and strategies that successful hands-on entrepreneurs just like you use to translate their services into online products. There is no fluff. There is no overwhelm. There is no shame. Let's get to it. It's time for you to expand online. Welcome to the Expand Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 148. If you have been hanging out with me every Wednesday on the podcast, then you know that I am a total techie and that it is my mission to make technology work for art and music instructors so that you can leverage the online space and create an impact in your community. Today, I really want to take the time to talk about the fact that not all software is created equal and that when we do decide to bring a piece of software or technology into our businesses, we need to learn how to integrate it fully. I am going to keep today's episode short and sweet because I want it to be actionable. I want you to go and look at the tech that you have brought in so far and give it a litmus test. Check and see how much you are actually using that software and if it is fully integrated or if it's kind of sort of integrated and kind of sort of doing what you wanted it to do, but that you left it for someday. Because, well, someday is today, okay? So let's get to it. When I say that not all software is created equal, I mean that sometimes software has a singular purpose, And it does that extremely well. And other times, software kind of takes its own path. Sometimes we will find a piece of software that we think is going to do one thing really, really well. And it only does that thing somewhat well. But it also does a couple other things kind of sort of well. A prime example of this Um, are some of the big name tools. And I'm not actually going to call them out, but a lot of influencers and instructors are using these tools to get people to sign up for their email list and then to sign up for their programs and to do the checkout and to do their funnels and all sorts of marketing speak like that. These tools do a lot of things, but they don't do everything well. What I believe is that we are better off using the best right tool for each system and each process that we need. We don't need to have just one tool that allows us to host our videos and to do transcription and to splice out the audio to put it into a podcast feed and host our landing pages and our sales pages and our upsells and our downsells and our side sells. Oh, and our content for our students and allow our students to schedule things with us and to submit their assignments for feedback and so on and so on and so on. Instead, let's find the best tool for our needs to host our videos. And let's decide how often we need to do transcription and use the best tool to transcribe our video content. 
And if our video content is so, so good that it needs to be in a podcast feed, let's use the best tool we can to create that podcast feed. I could keep going through all the different tools that that one piece of software that we were looking at could do and break it apart. And that's really important because even though it seems overwhelming to use a lot of different pieces of software, when we're able to jump into a single piece of software with one singular focus and then get out, it's actually easier to get more things done. We can say, I am going into ConvertKit to send an email to my list. Simple. There's no distraction. There's nothing else. We go in with one purpose and we get out. And that's why it's really important to pick good software. As I said, software is not all created equal. Sometimes there's something you want to do and you have to jump through two or three hoops to make that happen. That makes it difficult to get into a single piece of software to do that one task. So again, if ConvertKit wasn't able to just send an email to our list, instead we had to compose an email in Google Docs and then copy it and paste it into an HTML form so that we could then send it to our list, now we're going into two tools instead of into one. And I'm only using uh, ConvertKit as an example. And actually, ConvertKit is a great piece of software. If you want to check it out, definitely hook up to the link that's inside the show notes because that is my affiliate link. And by you clicking on that link, it shows ConvertKit that I am promoting their product. So that is really helpful. And if you already have an email marketing system and you aren't using it to the fullest extent, well, this is a great time for you to see how you can use it to that fullest extent so it can actually do everything that you want it to do. Email marketing systems, for example, are designed to do one thing really well. They are designed to be able to send emails and they do that. But depending on the system that you use, they have other elements that they feel are very complementary to the core business that they have. And if they can do those really, really well as well, then they are a solid piece of software to use in your system. So let's just continue talking about ConvertKit because it, again, is a great example. In ConvertKit, they send broadcast messages really, really well. And you can divide your list based on numerous factors that are applied to the subscribers, such as where they opted in and what they've purchased and what their interests are and however you might have segmented or tagged them. That is something that ConvertKit does a really good job at. If you are using ConvertKit and you are not taking advantage of the tagging system, that is a task for you to put on your list to do today to really get a good handle on how to use tagging properly. ConvertKit also does a really good job of doing automations. And these are your welcome series when someone subscribes to your list, your onboarding series when someone buys into your new group program or your membership site or your course. 
and they have very nice, in fact, they were probably one of the very first email marketing providers that have very nice landing pages or opt-in pages for people to subscribe to your list. So that is just kind of one piece of software that is well-built, but that a lot of people, um, are not using to its fullest extent and they're not fully integrated into the rest of what you're using. So take a look at every piece of software that you touch and you kind of want to do this in a concise amount of time, otherwise it'll just drag on and on. But look at the software. Say, what am I using it for? What else can it do for me? Because the more that the good pieces of software can do for you, the more you can leverage them and that they will make your overall business run smoother. You'll have more time for your own art. You'll have more time to provide feedback to your students on whatever assignments that they submit to you. It is just a winning situation when we use our technology properly. I know that one of the biggest fears that people have with their online technology tools is getting them to talk to one another. So that's something that we want to address. And we want to make sure that when we are using software, that it talks to all the relevant pieces. So if you're using ConvertKit and you're using Thinkific, make sure that they're talking to one another. If you're using another system, make sure that it's talking to whatever it needs to be talking with. It's not necessary that every piece of software needs to talk to every other piece of software, but it is important that anything that you do on a manual basis, whether it's daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, or annually, that if that can be done by integrating your software tools, that's what we need to be doing. We need to have our systems working together because human error is something that we can eliminate from what we're doing online. Because again, the more time that we spend doing stuff that the computers could do for us, the less time we have for marketing and for being available for our students and for showcasing our students and for our own personal development, our own art and creativity, our own opportunities for growth. We want to make technology work for us so that we don't have to think about it. Really, that probably sums up the entire episode here. I want you to have technology work for you to the best of its ability so that you don't have to think about how things work nearly as much. I was talking with a client earlier this week that we are putting together probably one of the most complicated sets of technology right now. And it's so fun for me and she's just getting a lot of headaches, but we were saying that we're putting together this intricate system of software tools now and we're putting them together using every single component we need to so that they will continue to operate for her long into the future. We're doing the hard work now, and that way we will not have manual processes down the road. We will not have things that aren't connected properly down the road. And that's what I want for you. Even if you only have a handful of systems, 
get them working as best as they can so that you can trust and rely on them. And that will make it so that you have more headspace and more heart space for your art and your students. And with that, today's episode is done. I would love to chat with you. So please go to callwithjamie.com and set up a call with me. I would love to just get to know you, get, learn a little bit about you, your business, and why you're doing what it is that you do each and every day. Thank you so much for being part of the Expand Online community. I have truly enjoyed sharing this information and insight with you. I will be back next week with a brand new episode.